When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See jdpower.com slash awards for 2022 details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, Board Game Man, and this is your news for Monday, March 16th, 2020. The big thing on everyone's mind, of course, is coronavirus, uh, and many cons are being canceled, and I'm suspecting that after Gamma this past week, we will soon hear that Origins this year will be canceled, uh, will probably be the next major one that we hear canceled. Now, I don't have any insider news or anything like that. But with a lot of other things that have been over the next two months being canceled, uh, it just seems like a no-brainer. But once I do get that information, if it does come in the next two weeks, it'll be one of my top stories that I do bring there. Let's get into some actual gaming news since, hey, what do we want to do if we can't go to sporting events or major gatherings? We can have little game nights of uh, just our family game nights or just friends over. And let's talk about some games you might be able to get into. As always, I love to talk about Marvel Champions, and pretty much every show, there's just about something else that has been announced. I think last time we talked about Doctor Strange was coming, and now they've announced the Incredible Hulk Hero Pack. Uh, there's also a mat that's coming out. They were both been announced. And now, of course, the Incredible Hulk, he revolves around the aggression tactic. Big surprise there. Uh, he's going to use a lot of aggression cars and do just an absolute truck worth of damage. So it'll be interesting to see how that's kind of balanced if he does so much damage, uh, you know, getting out there and see what the other cards are like, or if it just, they're really expensive to get the damage out there. But anyway, the, uh, the, the mat is $20. The game itself, you know, the pack itself will be $15. Good luck getting your hands on any of these. Fantasy Flight has really kind of dropped the ball. I've looked all over the place for some of these new packs and nobody's got them in stock. Uh, I really expect better out of Fantasy Flight to do a better job of getting these packs out available to everybody. But last I heard from different FLGSs is, is that it's just hard to get them ordered right now. I don't know if this is a little bit that has to do with uh, a lot of changes as Asmodee, which we will hear about later in the show. But anyway, I really wish they would uh, get on the ball and get some of these packs out a little bit more readily available because I really wanted to get the Wrecking Crew. Uh, I do have Ms. Marvel, but I also got that sent to me uh, from our sponsor, from uh, our, you know, my, uh, the Geek All-Star sponsor sent that to me uh, itself. So I haven't really even been able to see any of these packs in FLGSs. So keep an eye out. Anyway, the Marvel Champions, uh, the hero pack for Incredible Hulk is supposed to be out in quarter two. Let's move on over to a trio of games by Funko Games and, of course, designed by the great studio Prospero Hall. We're going to have Last Defense... 
Pan Am and Back to the Future Back in Time. Now, Last Defense is an interesting one because this is a co-op game played in about 20 minutes for two to six players. Very family weight game, which pretty much most things by Funko and Prospero Hall are family weight, but it's supposed to be even lighter. Now, you're going to team up as a band of unlikely heroes to face monstrous threats from space aliens and spider robots to an oozing building size blob. You're going to be rolling dice to determine how far you can move and how many actions you can take, and then a re-roll available for that. So you're going to be able to try and do all these things like clear rubble and try to discover different things that you're going to get. Uh, the game's app, there's an app that's going to be involved. It's going to have an audio track that's going to enhance the tension with news bulletins and threats that will be attacking, news about threats that will be attacking. So I guess this is going to be a little bit of a, a kind of a combination between app and a board game using it unless it's just supposed to be uh, just kind of a background flare. I'm not quite sure. There's not a whole lot of information about this one yet, uh, but this one is supposed to be out in August and it'll be $20. Now, Pan Am, which is supposed to be out in October for $35. This is going to be more of a Euro style game. Two to four players plays in about 60 minutes. It's You're going to compete with Pan Am, American Airways, and others to build air travel empire. You're going to outbid rivals for lucrative landing rights, buy planes with longer range and reach far corners of the world, and to use insider connections to advance your interest. So basically, you're going to be looking at auction and bidding, some stock holding, and you're going to be using worker placement to do all these things. Uh, you're going to have a few decades of industry-changing historic events that will be randomized in this. It looks pretty cool. Uh, I'll have more on this uh, when it does come out as well. And finally, Back to the Future, Back in Time. Uh, this one will be out in June. Uh, $30 will be this one. You're going to be taking over roles of Marty, Doc Brown, Jennifer, or Einstein. And you're basically going to have to try to thwart Biff and his gang. And you're going to help George and Lorraine fall in love. So there'll be different tracks that you'll have to be taken care of there. And then you'll have to try and get back into time to uh you know to win the game to to stay safe uh, of course like back to the future uh prospero hall is really really good at putting out these what we call super fillers or these one hour wonders uh and all oh, funko's putting out uh, just great pieces and these games look great so think about kind of like i was talking about the horrified type weight of games which is that one hour game where it's easy to learn fun to pick up and just a lot of replayability uh, so definitely check those three out that will be coming later this year, Last Defense, Pan Am, and Back to the Future, Back in Time. Stoneblade put out a teaser this week about Ascension Tactics, uh, which will be a deck-building miniatures game, quote-unquote, coming soon to Kickstarter. Now, they didn't put out a whole lot of information, and all I can really find is kind of a sign-up place on the Stoneblade uh, website, which I'll put a link to it if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to go there as well, put a link to where you can sign up for the information for Stone Ascension Tactics. Now, myself, uh, Justin Gary, I, I think he's one of the great game designers out there. And of course, I love Ascension. It's my one of my favorite deck building games. The app, I've played over four to 5,000 games of the app. And the game itself is just amazing. And also... Uh, Shards of Infinity is another great deck building game that was by Justin Gary uh, as well. Uh, so I think this is going to be a pretty cool thing to use deck building and a miniature tactical game all in one. So I'm really looking forward to this uh, to, you know, when more information comes back and hopefully it gets released pretty quick. Uh, and not just Kickstarter and did not hear from it again. So hopefully it gets released, uh, you know, pretty quick and we'll see, you know, how we can get that played. The Origins Award nominations have been announced. I'll just go through these a little quickly. I don't want to take up too much time here. The board game category, Cloudspire by Chips Theory Games, Colors of Paris by Super Meeple and Luna Imports, Guardians Call by Druid City Games, Parks by Keymaster Games, Predaporte by Portal Games, Red Alert Space Fleet Warfare by PSC Games, Tonerie by IDW Games, and Tricky Tides. Those are all in the best board game category. The 
best card game category, Cogs and Commissars by Atlas Games. The DC deck building game Rebirth, definitely buy that one. That was great. Uh, by Cryptozoic Entertainment, Embers of Memory, A Throne of Glass of Time, Osprey Games, Kamigami Battles, River of Souls by Japanime, Lock Up, A Role Player Tale by Thunderworks, Shuffle Grand Prix by Bicycle and Undo Cherry Blossom Festival or Undo. I think it's Undo Cherry Blossom Festival by Pegasus Spiel. That's the card game category. Uh, and a digital adaptation category, Cutthroat Caverns by Smirk and Gabber Games and Cell Block Studios, Mystic Veil by AEG, Raiders of the North Sea by Renegade Game Studios, Through the Ages New Leaders of Wonders, which is an excellent uh, online implementation by Czech Games Edition, Suro VR by Calliope Games. And finally, the family games category, Clip Cup Parks by Renegade Game Studios, Code Stack by Amigo Games, Dirty Pig by North Star Games, and Draftosaurus by Ankama and Luna Imports, and Finger Guns at High Noon by Indie Boards and Cards. Uh, when they do announce those, you know, in a few months, I will have that. Even if there's uh, no Origins, I'm sure they will do some sort of uh, probably a remote uh, award show, or they'll just have a, a post on it. I will cover that in a future Munchkin Minute. Now, here I want to get into uh, all the Asmodee. Man, they have made some huge announcements in the last week or two at Gamma. Now, first thing that we're going to hear about is they became uh, they're becoming a full distributor and they're going to sell direct to retailers in all channels and carry non-exclusive lines and switching its sub-distributor relationship from uh, Alliance Game Distributors to ACD Distribution. And they announced all that at Gamma. Now, they're already the biggest company and now with well, exclusive distribution and being their own distributor, there's some interesting cause to think that this things might be getting a bit much of a foothold in the sales industry, uh, you know, for Asmodee. But I'm sure there, you know, people will be keeping an eye on how much of a percentage they actually do have. Now, of course, the industry is so huge. Just being this big, uh, you know, is really no cause for, cause for alarm and probably won't get in trouble with any sort of government industries. But we'll have to see what the ripples uh, do take effect down the industry. Which is going to bring me to my next item, uh, which shows what people have been afraid of in a way. Asmodee also announced dozens of MSRP increases. They're increasing a lot of these games by 10 to 20%, uh, they said at Gamma. The changes are affecting a lot of the, especially the Evergreens uh, titles like Catan, Pandemic, Ticket to Ride, uh, which basically this means that a lot of those games are going to be going up 5 to $10 uh, for the MSRP. So it's going to be interesting to see if your prices at the FLGS and Target are going to be affected by this. Myself, uh, we've kind of wondered about this happening for a long time now that they've been getting more and more companies under their umbrella and, you know, that prices were going to be go up, going up. Also, I just think that with so many games out there, people aren't going to pay too much money for their games. I mean, with great games, like even mentioned, like Funko and uh, Prospero Hall and all those Funko games, they're coming out for about 20 to $30. Why are we going to buy overpriced Asmodee products for double that when we could just go get just as good of games for half the price that are just well-produced? So this is going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, how long they can stand to over over in my opinion overcharge people for games uh, another one th this next bit of news is another head scratcher from asmodee they also changed how uh, the parts replacement policy now normally with a game when you're missing pieces you contact the company and they just send it out easy peasy and what basically happens is in a lot of these uh you know the, the publishers they kind of they'll take the parts out of an old game and they'll leave the game and you know somebody will be in charge of sending those pieces out and the rest of the game just also works as replacement parts and i'm sure that's also a you know a price sink for the company 
Uh, and, you know, you have to have somebody in charge of it and you also have to do this with the games. But what Asmodee is saying is that now you'll have to bring it back to the game store and get credit. And then you'll, uh, you know, sometimes you're going to get it replaced immediately at the game store or you might have to wait for the game store to send it back to Asmodee and then send you another. So until we actually see how this is working in the FLGS, it just sounds like a nightmare to me. Uh, and I know it sounds a, a bit of hyperbole, uh, you know, but talking to other people in the industry, this is kind of unprecedented and everyone is uh, kind of scratching their heads over how this is going to work. Again, until we see this, until we hear people coming back from how, you know, from their FLGS and seeing how it has happened, whether they got a replacement game right away, uh, if the FLGS has extra games on hand and they just give them to you, or if people are going to have to wait to make their game whole and to get their purchase back to them again, we're going to have to see how this, how this is going to affect the industry. Uh, this is just, especially with those two, you increase the prices and make it harder to get replacements. Let's see how people are with Asmodee, if they're going to be upset and if they're going to even try to, you know, buy their games anymore. Now, in the last bit of news, and it's not upsetting news for Asmodee, but they have acquired the rights to distribute the Hellboy game from Mantic. Now, Hellboy got a huge amount of buzz, and it's supposed to be a real, real good game from all accounts that I heard, uh, and it was quite in demand. I don't know the price of this game, but I'm sure it'll be going up from whatever it was, uh, I believe, as a Kickstarter. Uh, I don't know what the expansions or the extras are going to be, but it's said to be releasing in quarter two, so we'll keep an eye on that one as well. In a little bit of app news, Mystic Veil is hitting the Switch this week. Now, I've, I've always kind of complained about the games on a Switch. Now, this is kind of uh, a big old argument where, you know, we get games on iOS for about $5, which Mystic Veil is $5 for iOS. And then you'll see games on, on Steam or usually about $10 to $15. And all these Switch games tend to be $20. Now, people argue that if people are just accustomed to paying it and they'll just pay it, then, you know, what does it matter? And they'll just do it anyway. And they make a lot of money on these things. But $20 just seems like like a large amount, even though I love Mystic Veil and uh, a card game itself is amazing. I highly recommend it. There's a bunch of uh, expansions out there for it, but, you know, buy it for iOS for $5. Uh, you can actually also play it online on Yukata for free. Uh, but you know, $20 is a lot, but if you're somebody who has a switch and you, uh, you don't mind paying $20, definitely check it out because the implementation is actually pretty good. Uh, let's get into some Kickstarter news. I've got two Kickstarters that are up now and two that are coming soon. First, I want to talk about Chronicles of Crime. This is by Lucky Duck Games. Now this also has been, was designed by David Chicharel. This is a really cool game that came out in 2018 where you're kind of trying to solve crimes, but there's kind of a little VR element to it as well. And there's also, uh, you know, as you, you're using these QR codes on cards to get uh, different items and, uh, you know, depending on a scenario, you're either going to get different clues, or different stories. And also they've got this kind of VR glass thing that you can buy with the VR glasses where you can actually look around uh, the scenes and stuff like that to help you solve the different crimes. Now, this expansion line, this is called Chronicles of Crime, the Millennium Series. There's going to have uh, one box that's 1400, one box 1900, and one box is 2400. And there's also going to be one where there's just going to be a Chronicles of Crime exclusive Chronicles of Chronicles of Time expansion. Now, if you want to get all three of these expansions and all the stretch goals that'll cost you $80, uh, and I believe you'll have to pay for shipping uh, afterwards. So $80 plus shipping. So you're looking at yeah, about what, $25, $27 plus shipping for each individual ones. Uh, you can also get one single one for 30, two for 60 by them, you know, uh, solo by themselves. You can pick whichever ones or just get them all for 80. So the 81 is a pretty good deal. Uh, you can also, 
you know, look on the, I'll have a link to the Kickstarter page there so you can get some more information, but this is a pretty cool game. Uh, so if you like that one, check it out. This one will have about another week and a half left as of this recording. Well, well funded, uh, a little over half a million dollars. Uh, so check that one out again, Chronicles of Crime, the Millennium series, another really cool game, uh, really good designer, uh, Johnny Pack. Uh, this one is Lions of Lydia, a strategic game of ancient prestige. Now, you're, uh, this is a bag building game. Now, this is put out by Bellwether Games. This is going to be a, bail, a bag building game in which you're trying to get, uh, it's about the dawn of currency. And you're going to be get different resources in a bag. And depending on what you, you take out and kind of how you build your tableau, you're going to be getting, uh, you know, established, you know, retail property onto there. Uh, and you must effectively manage the merchants you hire. And you must basically, you're going to have the best bag and best tableau. So uh, it's one of those things that I really like since I love deck building and I love bag building. Uh, this is a, a really cool game to check out. And again, this is the designer uh, of Sierra Mest and Coloma, Sierra West and Coloma, two really good games. You can get on this one for $39 or more. Uh, and I believe again, uh, shipping will be later. Um, and if you want to ship on two copies, uh, you can add double your reward and you'll, the shipping, I think will be one base shipping price. This one is going to be delivered uh, late in October of this year is what they say. Or you can get a deluxe copy, which a lot of people are doing. You get the deluxe copy plus one Kickstarter edition wooden fountain token plus one upgrade pack and all unlock stretch goals, uh, which that one is about $50 for that one plus the other extras, which most people have been getting on board with that extra pack. Anyway, this one is uh, just got funded within the last couple of days. It is a brand new Kickstarter. It's got right around four weeks to go. So get in on this one. And it is, like I said, already funded. That's Lions of Lydia, a strategic game of ancient prestige. Now, the two games I wanted to mention that will be coming soon. The first one is Holy, the Festival of Colors. Uh, this is by Julio Nazaro and Floodgate Games. This one is supposed to be going up on Kickstarter this week week. So by the time you hear this, it might already be up there. It's got a really interesting game. It has this kind of three-layer uh, game design where it's kind of abstracty. So you have three tier board where it almost looks like something out of Star Trek. So the theme of Holy Festival of Colors, you're gathering to celebrate the end of winter and spreading the colorful powder on each other, dancing and celebrating new beginnings. Now with a couple of the mechanisms that they've got here, they've got area control. So the tokens are going to be spread across the, the game board and other players and covering the different boards in patterns. There's a three tiered board, like I mentioned. So when you're putting things on, they will, if they're not supported by uh, tiles underneath, the different chits will fall to the bottom uh, of the different things. So it's really interesting to, to see how you have to plan ahead for where you put in all your different colors. There's also kind of puzzle-like action selection. Uh, the colors determine the patterns that they'll go on, and you're going to have to uh, select the pattern that works best for you. And each game is going to have variable scoring conditions, so you're going to have a slightly different way to play the game each time, which has a lot more replayability and, of course, depth to that. That one will, like I said, be out this week. I'm not sure of the price, but if I know Floodgate, this is probably going to be a about a $30 game uh, as far as looking at the size, either $30 or $35, I know that game board may kind of, the way it's propped up with some cardboard and kind of a plastic piece, they'll probably be a little more expensive to get that. So probably about $30 or $40. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the game that I've been looking forward to for months and months, Frosthaven, which is basically Gloomhaven 2, 2 by Seth LaFair and Isaac Childress. That one will be out 324 will be when the Kickstarter will be of that. So I'm sure the next Munchkin Minute that I hit in the beginning of the April, I'm sure I'll have an update of how many millions that one has already made. So I'm really looking forward to that. Of course, Frosthaven does change the game a little bit where currencies are a little different. There's going to be a lot more crafting, a lot different. Uh, there's going to be new 
player characters. There's going to be new stories, 100 new scenarios. Oh, I just cannot wait for Frosthaven. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I would like to feature, shoot me a message on Twitter at GeekJogBlog. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in two weeks for another Munchkin Man. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.